And with that, welcome to chapter 184 of Bob's Fishbowl. On the show tonight, Trump has no idea what to call Nancy Pelosi. Harriet Tubman gets disrespected by old white men. I bet her ghost probably saw that coming. And Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla. That when we get to our extra-dimensional fish bee or really extra-dimensional fish bee's cousin because fish bee is kind of still on the outs. But don't worry. The good news is fish bee's cousin sounds exactly like fish bee. So we'll be just fine. But before we get to any of that, to me, there's only one place to start the show tonight. Before, I don't even remember how many months ago it was, but he was so renownedly, universally, and appropriately mocked for calling himself, quote, a very stable genius. That was a tweet, right? It was a, in a tweet, the president of the United States calls himself a very stable genius. Well, this afternoon in front of a bunch of the backdrop of a bunch of old white guys in cowboy hats, President Trump professes to the world that he's, quote, an extremely stable genius. Extremely stable. As opposed to very stable, I can hardly wait for this next incarnation of self-love from the President of the United States. This extremely stable genius, I mean... This is, this is like me boasting that I am totally normal, totally sane, nothing's wrong with me. This is like me boasting things have never been better. This is the best they've ever been. This is like me boasting I'm out there getting laid like all the time. It is just it is just a chick parade in Bobland. I mean, come on. A very stable genius. To an extremely stable genius, to we'll see where the president of the United States goes from here. And with that sound from Fish Bees, cuz, let's get to question one, shall we? The world writes very difficult questions. I uh, do my best to answer them, and I don't always succeed. Yet you like me anyway, because I'm an extremely stable genius. Is the nickname Crazy Nancy? Gonna stick. Is the nickname Crazy Nancy gonna stick? No, even President Trump, I think, later realized that Crazy Nancy's not gonna work. Because before, you know, he was referring to Nancy as Nancy. The ultimate insult to someone named Nancy Pelosi, obviously, is to call her Nancy. But he already has a crazy. There's Crazy Barney. He can't have Crazy Bernie and Crazy Nancy. Someone get that man a thesaurus. Crazy Nancy's not going to stick. Would you like to give a detailed accounting of everything you've lost lately? <laughs> not really. I mean, other than, other than my pride, self-esteem, and uh, just a general, general feeling of, of wellness? <laughs> Would I like to give a, a detailed accounting of everything lost? So last night we were talking about how, how I left the phone in the Uber. But, but listen, listen, listen to, to, to this stretch I'm on. Uh, 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 last week I was out and uh, accidentally uh, left, left my jacket at an exotic cabaret. Go figure. That's the kind of thing that happens. Uh, then I left my phone in an Uber, 
And then last night, I'm out having dinner with friends, and I get a phone call from, 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 from another bar that says, hey, did we accidentally give you someone's card last night? And yeah, they did. They switched up the debit cards, which looked identical. So luckily, I went back. I got that back. And then, and then last night, we're, we're at the bar that lost my debit card, and we're outside, and, you know, and we're having a mad session. We're puffing tough outside. There's a bunch of us and uh and uh, and and somehow i managed to uh, leave my vape pen out there uh but the good news is i i re- i go back out and and there it was got everything back every everything and you know it's yours if it comes back and everything is apparently mine except for the jacket i left at the exotic cabaret but that's all right. It was an old jacket. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pack rat. I'm a pack rat. The only way I really ever get rid of clothes is to lose them, so it's, it's, it's for the best. Why are we delaying the Harriet Tubman $20 bill again? Why are we delaying the Harriet Tubman $20 bill again? It, it's, been, it's been Steve Mnuchin gave some press conference, and he tried to explain it, and, and basically the answer didn't make any sense. I'm not going to walk you through it. But now, we were supposed to have this thing by, like, now. We were supposed to have the Harriet Tubman money. And then we were supposed to have Harriet Tubman money by 2022, 2024. And now we're not having Harriet Tubman money until 2028. And this is President Trump appeasing the it's not it's not the majority of his base i'm not even saying it's a significant portion of his base but for the same reason he likes to pretend like he has no idea who david duke is the same reason he never denounces white supremacy the same reason he has his ban on Islam, you know, all all that stuff. We don't have to go through the long litany of racist stuff that the president, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this is dog whistle politics is, is, is the only reason why is come hell or high. I mean, you think taking down a statue of General Lee is controversial. Wait till the United States starts printing currency with Harriet Tubman on it. People are going to be losing their shit. And that's why I don't, I do, I do not believe any explanation from the Trump administration. Dear Uncle Bob, what was the highlight of your day? Well, I mean, every day for me, it's, it's tough to decide because I really, I just go from one highlight to another, to another, to another. I think today's highlight, and this happened to me once before last year, but the, the, the fine folks uh, that distribute the Finger Hut catalog, because who doesn't love the Finger Hut catalog? But the fine people that distribute that have apparently extended me a line of $500 worth of credit. And that's the highlight of my day. I can, I can hardly wait to crack open the new finger hut and see what blender I'm going to get for myself. I just, good times, good times. Uh, is Michael Avenatti the world's biggest creep? Is Michael Avenatti the world? What's this dude looking at now? Like 400 years of jail time? 
Like he had, he was getting money that was supposed to go to clients and he was not giving them to clients. The latest is Stormy Daniels, AKA Stephanie Clifford. What was it? $300,000 he stole from Stephanie Clifford and it just went like in his, his private planes gas tank. Michael Avenatti. Yeah, he's, I don't, I don't know if he's the world's biggest creep. But he, he's making a case for it. You know, if, if there's like a Time magazine, like the anti-person of the year, Michael Avenatti is definitely making his case for it. That dude is, he's bad news, Charlie Brown. That guy is, is he, he's, he's bad news. Are the new Julian Assange charges an assault on the First Amendment? Are the new Julian Assange charges an assault on the First Amendment. I know there are a lot of very strong opinions on this. Uh, I do know a thing or two about the First Amendment, although unfortunately, uh, we've been through this before, but it turns out that I am not almost a lawyer. Sorry, I, I did not, I did not, I did not, I thought I got, I thought I got an A minus in constitutional law. I got a B plus, so I'm not, so I'm not almost, um, the new <laughs> Julian Assange charges, the, another, another 17 charges leveled against them today. This is, this is a very tricky case that, that I believe hinges on the fact because the courts in the United States have consistently ruled that publications can lawfully and legitimately publish uh, uh, documents, uh, stories, uh, uh, that the nature of uh, classified information, if you will. No, they can, abs- if it's in the public interest, that's the caveat there. That's the, that, that, that's, that, that's the thing. In the public interest, then absolutely they can print it. What, what like the New York Times couldn't do is send one of their reporters to break into the IRS and steal Trump's tax returns. They, they, couldn't, they couldn't do that themselves. But it, basically, they're a third party. I'm doing a horrible job of explaining this. But if Julian Assange pushed Bradley Manning and, and they can somehow the government can prove that they worked in cahoots, some kind of, some kind of conspiracy. If they colluded, if, if we're going to uh, uh, borrow buzzwords to uh, uh, get those secret uh, 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 national security documents, then maybe, but, but I don't, I mean, WikiLeaks, it's, I, I think the courts are going to rule it's a publisher. So We'll see. That, that, that's my understanding of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of what, what's going on there. So, Next question. Yo, it's me, Fishbee's cousin. Hey, Fishbee's cousin, what's up? Any chance I can get a cooler handle than Fishbee's cousin? Well, that's, that's oddly enough, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked. I've actually, I, I can't just, I'm going back and forth between Fishbee's cousin or because you look and say, or just calling you Fishbee. See, say no. I mean, no one can really tell the difference. Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla. Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla. This is uh, two uh, podcast gods, obviously. 
uh, Joe Rogan is 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 a better stand up. Uh, but Adam Carolla and I don't I don't listen to either of their their podcasts a ton, but I, I respect both of them immensely. But Adam Carolla, I've just had a relationship with him as a as as a broadcaster, as a as a as a performer, as a uh, cultural analyst, uh, going back like a lot of us, going all the way back to Loveline when when he did Love when it was him and Doctor Drew, and and my first full time radio job was in Seattle and and, and I did the, the 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. and then and then I would get off work and then and then Loveline would be on from 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 10 to midnight and I had a drive home that was was about 45 minutes long and I would look forward to that drive every night because of Adam Carolla and you just kind of you know how you develop that kind of relationship with different uh, different different broadcasters and and different people you like so anyway so so Adam Carolla will always have a place that's near and dear to my heart and uh, tremendous talent like like I mean that dude's funny that dude is funny so uh yeah I'll I'll take uh, Adam Carolla there How did Golden State Warrior Clay Thompson get hosed out of 30 million dollars not only Golden State Warrior Clay Thompson, but also graduate of Washington State University, class of 2011, Clay Thompson. This is terrible because Clay Thompson clearly belongs on one of the All NBA first. Like, there's three. Like, you can be All NBA first team, All NBA second team, All NBA third team. Because Clay Thompson didn't even make. All NBA third team, yet somehow Kemba Walker did of these Charlotte Hornets. Somehow Kemba Walker made it. But Clay Thompson, now when he goes to negotiate his deal, and, and he's eligible for he's gonna sign a five-year deal. But if he would have been at like even third team all NBA, he could have signed a five-year Supermax for $221 million. But because he wasn't, now the max contract he can sign is a five-year deal for $191 million. He's for sure a max contract talent. So this thing, these sports writers, cost Clay Thompson $30 million. It's still a lot of money. It's over five years. I mean, you know, do, do, do a commercial for the Volvo dealership in Oakland and you can... You know, make that up in a couple years. Last question, as always, comes from Isaiah, the tiny player. He'll be here so soon. I am getting so excited. See, he will be here so soon. I mean, tomorrow's Friday. And then and then we got the weekend. Then we got Memorial Day, and that, which is packing day for me because Tuesday we're flying to Phoenix. And then the next Tuesday, they're going to... Man, those kids are getting close. Anyway, Isaiah writes, which Veep character... Do you already miss the most? Which, which, he's way too young to be watching Veep. I hope, I hope no one's ever shown him that show. What's, um, which Veep character do you already miss the most? See, that, that's tough. You know, I, I love, I love, I love all the Veep characters, but if I, if I have to pick just one, don't, don't we all love Richard Splatt? Nope. Don't we, don't, don't we all love Richard and the, the baby, little Richard? Man, I, uh, 
Jonah's great. Jonah's great, but man, Mike McClintock is great. But I think uh, I think we can agree that uh, that Richard Splatt is uh, is is the correct answer there, and also the correct answer. Time for Paleta Bola de Fuego, the hottest finale that ends a podcast named Bob's Fishbowl that's recorded in Spokangeles, Washington. LeBron James, we're, we're talking about the, the, uh, the NBA uh, uh, teams uh, for the first time in like 11 years, not on the all-NBA first team. Take that, LeBron. No domestic violence charges will be filed against little Ricky Schroeder. Who knows what's going on there? Vanderpump Rules star Tom Sandoval gets Botox above his ears to keep his hair in place. That's a lot of work. After 20 years, the Rolling Stones have given songwriting credit of Bittersweet Symphony back to Richard Ashcroft of The Verve. Jamel Hill is engaged. Uh, now she writes for The Atlantic, uh, uh, formerly of uh, uh, ESPN. And uh, Ellen this is crazy to me. Ellen DeGeneres has bought Adam Levine's estate for $45 million? Like, I know Maroon 5, like, sells, sells records and stuff, and I know that he makes a lot, makes way too much money for being on that voice show, but Adam Levine has a $45 million estate? Or I guess he used to. Now he has $45 million, and Ellen, Ellen has a $45 million estate. Anyway, that's the show. Uh, I'm gonna go watch uh, the latest episode of Frontline and uh, and 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 uh, whatever whatever else. Uh, I'll I'll see you back here tomorrow or something. All right. Till then, life is short. Be good to each other. Adios, amigos. Love you.